Welcome back. Now, Transaction Capital has swung from a profit to a loss as it faced what it called the most challenging and disappointing year in its history. The taxi financier and used car dealer reported a 3.3 billion rand fall in annual profit and is looking to restructure its SA Taxi's balance sheet to maintain its viability. Transaction Capital is also looking at unbundling We Buy Cars for a separate JC listing. Uh, Jonathan Ajorno, coming, uh, incoming uh, CEO for Transaction Capital, joins us now to unpack that performance in a greater detail. Thank you so much for your time, Jonathan. Of course, we have to start with SA Taxi because that is where most of the headaches have been experienced. How much more pressure has this business faced operationally and financially uh, during this financial year? I think it's been an extremely tough year for the taxi industry in general, and then for obviously for us as being the major player in the taxi industry. Um, and I think the real issue is, and what has been definitive this year, uh, or the realization that we've come to, is that uh, the hardships that we saw two or three years ago that we were hoping would just be a blip and pass by have now become the, the, the norm or the, re- the new reality and I think it's, it's very difficult for the taxi industry uh, nationally, and it's a challenge for the country as a whole. And obviously, we've been adversely affected uh, as being the biggest player in that industry. Yeah. And of course, I mean, you have spoken about the uh, headwinds that are going on there that are a result of the kind of shift we have seen in the economic landscape. And of course, now, as you look to the future, uh, talk to us about the operational restructure of SA Taxi that you are working on, the pillars of that strategy and how nimble it will be uh, to the structural shift in that economic landscape. Okay. Um, I think there's been a massive overall in the business. I've been actively involved since March and been working with almost a new management team in restructuring the business. I think the primary issue, um, and there's lots of operational changes, but the primary issue is very much data-driven to be understanding the dynamics of what is going on with the taxi operator and trying to kind of preempt and make sure that the, the operators that we are funding are viable and that they continue to uh, trade profitably. Yeah. And in terms of the balance sheet restructure of SA Taxi, what does the financial structure, uh, support structure look like? And what does the runway uh, look like for that as well? And um, what does the balance sheet stabilization hinge on for that business? I think fundamentally, um, the balance sheet restructure uh, is substantially around reaching agreement with our current funders to kind of agree to continue to support this business through this challenging period. We don't, the, the restructure that's envisaged does not envisage any new funding coming in, but it's really about ensuring the support of the existing funders and uh, allowing them to give the business time to kind of catch its breath and be able to bring uh, the, the book under control, which is very much a function uh, of the operators and how they perform. Yeah. As you know, uh, key, key, sorry, just key to that, that balance sheet yeah. structure is that we as transaction capital from COVID up until March of this year, having invested 2.2 billion rand, which is a big amount for a small company like ourselves, into the business as equity to support the business and uh, to demonstrate our faith and commitment to the business and the industry, as well as an additional 285 million rand that we've committed to the Sintanko partnership because we feel 
that it is vital that Centaco continue to be a shareholder in this industry as the major stakeholder in the industry. And also, how pervasive have these headwinds at SA Taxi been on the rest of the business and particularly on Newton? So there's definitely been an impact across the group uh, because of the size of the taxi balance sheet relative to the rest of the group. That's, that's, that said, uh, at a transaction capital level, the business is extremely well funded, as it is at the uh, buy Cars level, and Newton for that matter. Um, the headwinds that we've experienced, if you want to call it that, in, in Newton, have really re related only to one aspect of the business, which is our uh, book that in, our business that invests in non-performing loans. We have had liquidity and we have had funding uh, throughout the year, um, and particularly our major banking partners who've been bankers of ours for many years to continue to support the business because of its strong fundamentals. But that said, there have been some funders who kind of look at transaction capital as a whole, and they've said they would like to pause kind of until they see how taxi plays out, even though the taxi balance sheet is completely ring-fenced from the Newton balance sheet. Yeah. Which on the one hand we understand and we hope that that will be a temporary thing and uh, you know things will open up in the months and years ahead. Ah. So from my understanding, um, the uh, situation with SA Taxi is now on stabilizing that business and strengthening it, uh, strengthening it rather than uh, growing that business significantly. So I want to move on to where Transaction Capital will be looking for growth in the other businesses. And I actually want to zoom in on Gomo, which is still a new business. So talk to me about the growth of that business, you know, the growth that you have seen so far and what the momentum looks like, at least in the short to medium term. Right, so Gomo is a very exciting initiative. That said, um, it is not something that we will grow quickly. Yeah. Um, we have already passed the kind of um, uh, the development stage of it, and we are now financing taxis directly uh, onto the Standard Bank balance sheet off the WeBike Pass platform. So it's up and running. It's been uh, running in this way since June of this year, and it really is uh, based on around creating alternative products that are not pervasive in the vehicle asset finance industry and that are relevant to the we buy cars platform so this is not a competitor per se coming into the vehicle asset finance industry which is a very saturated uh, market but this is looking at saying can we with our we buy cars standard bank and our credit ip create funding for a different market that is possibly not access, that probably doesn't have access to the traditional banks. So it's something that we are excited about, but equally uh, it is not a growth, a big growth vector in the short term. Hmm. Um, also, just uh, looking at uh, We Buy Cars, I mean, that performance came from a high base in 2022. And I'm wondering if this uh, current more normalized earnings profile would be satisfactory enough for an unbundling and separate listing of that business? Yeah, I think that we were very excited with the, new buy, with the We Buy Cars performance in this year. I think one has to see it in the context of a sum of uh, two parts. And that the first half of this year was a very uh, was a year that we had to recalibrate mm -hmm. of the abnormally high base of 2022, which was driven by you know all the dynamics that worked in the favour of the second-hand car industry because of what went on in the new part. But the business quickly processed that, 
And if we have a look uh, with substantial growth in the second half of the year, being only 4% off what it was in the second half of 2022. So that is a lot of positive momentum, and we've seen that positive momentum carry on into the early part of this year. So we really do believe that the second-hand car industry is an extremely relevant industry. I mean, we sold over 145,000 cars approximately last year, and we see this as a very as a high-growth industry. And within it, we see we buy cars as uniquely positioned. That really has a different proposition to anybody else in the market, and there's nobody near the scale of it. And because of that scale and efficiency, it really is. Um, you know, it can offer a differentiated experience and pricing to the customer. And therefore, um, you know, we believe it's an exciting company and we think uh, it has doubled. The business has more than doubled in the three years that we have owned it. And we really don't believe that it's running out of steam. Hmm. It's very technologically enabled. There's a massive investment in technology. And that pays off in terms of the customer experience, the ability to price vehicles correctly and to optimize the actual running of the business. And that combination, together with the fact that it is run still by the founders with a very, very strong management team, uh, really, we believe, bodes well for this business to grow significantly uh, into the future. Yeah. And just lastly, as we wrap up the conversation, uh, Jonathan, uh, go, just going back to SA Taxi and what we can expect there. Um, can we expect the business to be on a firm footing maybe in the next year, or maybe is this a multi year turnaround? Well, that's a very good question. And what we are targeting as a business and working with our funders to achieve is that we almost take a three-year window and say to ourselves, Let us, you know, this is the, this, we've been in this business for 20 years, so, uh, and we'll be in hopefully for another 20 years. So for us, this is an important recalibration in, within the history or the, 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 you know, the overall industry. And we want to really take time to get this right. And therefore, the, 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 the approach that we're adopting is that the next three years will be a period of stabilizing the business and also um, deleveraging it and actually bringing back the exposure of a lot of funders and repositioning it only into the second-hand car market, into the second-hand taxi market, which will be com it's completely, uh, there's nobody else really focused exclusively on this market. And... So for the next three years, from a reporting or earnings point of view, we, we are not focused on earnings of this business. Our primary focus is on cash flow, is on, uh, on, on deleveraging the business, really um, positioning it for the funders, because the, the, the priority right now is A, to continue to service the operators in the industry, and B, to ensure that the funders are able to recalibrate and restructure their debt you know, to make it uh, viable for them. Because ultimately, in the long term, no lending business can be successful without funders. And so really the priority for us um, uh, as shareholders is to say, notwithstanding that we invested 2.2 billion, as I mentioned earlier, and I've got another commitment just in talk of the 285 million, the priority in the next two, three years, besides continuing to service the market, is to actually look after the funders and ensure that the funders get a good outcome and shareholders kind of have to take the back seat. And, and so what we are saying is as an equity shareholder in transaction capital, this is a business that will emerge hopefully as uh, stronger in the future. But right now it's about ensuring that we maintain our relevance in the market 
and we maintain a, a, a presence in our ability to be well funded because that's what ultimately will ensure our long-term success. And really, uh, as you know, the taxi industry is extremely important. The public transport in this country has, uh, has had its challenges and continues to have its challenges. So it's extremely important that the taxi industry continues to get access to funding and particularly the market that we service that is not funded by the traditional banks. So, you know, this business is really about including and bringing into the credit market those operators that would not otherwise have qualified for finance. And that is kind of the vision of our business. That is why we have been so well supported by the development agencies and many of our funders. And we have to ensure that we can remain relevant and continue to play that vital role uh, in the broader taxi industry. All right, well, thank you so much for unpacking those full-year results for us and also the growth and stabilization trajectory going forward. Jonathan, really appreciate the time. That was incoming CEO for Transaction Capital, Jonathan Jono.